All right, guys, so we've got an exciting episode today with a good friend, Eden Sustin. Um, so I'm going to tell you a little bit about her. She's a physical medium specializing in healing, childhood trauma, and grief. And she's the co-host of Talk Purpose and Truth podcast, wife and mother of two girls. So welcome to the show, Eden. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. Well, I, th- I think we should start first by telling people how, how we actually came to know each other. So I'll let you tell that story if you'd like. Okay. <laughs> well, um, on our podcast, we had Jeremy Jackson as a guest. And one of the things he talked about was the Imperfectly Perfect campaign on his episode with us. And we, Kim and I were, at the time, we had been doing the podcast for a few months. And we knew part of the reason we started the show was because we wanted to find a a foundation or a campaign, a cause, something that we would um, be aligned with and um, that would match our mission to help people uh, with mental health, knowing that what's out there now, there's not, hate to say that the help is really not out there, the right kind of help for people. And we're seeing so much suicide. And uh, we also have a connection with uh, Prince, the singer, the late singer Prince. And um, we feel very passionate about the opioid addiction crisis. So we wanted to somehow do our part in helping people, in helping whoever would listen. Um, and we always knew we wanted to, like I said, connect with someone or uh, some sort of organization that we could combine forces with and be able to help, um, again, whoever it is that needs the help out there. So when Jeremy brought up the campaign, it just clicked for both of us. And we talked about it after the show and he told us more about you and how, how you started, got started. And it was just, it just felt so right for both Kim and I. So we got in contact with you. Actually, we didn't. We thought about it. And then you contacted us first. And I was, I remember calling Kim and telling her, I saw the, your message. And we were like, oh my gosh, he called us. Yeah, so, yeah. Or he, he messaged us. So we were just so thrilled to see that message from you. And then after that, just the rest is history. We just clicked and yeah. we all, we all like are, have the same mindset. We, we think the same and yeah, we all want the same thing. Yeah. And recently I came over to LA and did your podcast and then got to meet the families and all the families connected. So that was incredible. Um, yes. But take me back to, I guess, your, your personal story. I mean, you're a physical medium. I mean, where did that start or how did you know that you kind of had the gift and, and what did you feel like when you started knowing that you had this gift? Oh uh, yeah. So when I was a kid, I used to watch my grandmother do what's called automatic writing. Mm. So that's a form of mediumship. And she would um, just, just write and like in her, not in her own handwriting and messages would come through and I would watch her. I was very fascinated with the fact that she was able to talk to the dead. Mm. She also helped uh, find missing children. She worked with the FBI. Um, and again, it was just something that I thought, well, this is pretty cool. I'll try it. So I was a teenager. I tried it myself and, um, I was able to do it. I didn't want to do it in the capacity that I'm doing now working with clients. I never imagined that I would. I just thought it would be fun. 
Wow. So um, just because it was normal for me and in my family to do things like that, I just like, I just kept doing it. And then when I got in my thirties, I felt like I needed that kind of help um, on, from the other side, like advice. And I was starting to go into like a little bit of depression and my parents went through a divorce and I was the, the one in the family that took it all on. And I felt like I was going to find a way to keep them together. And I didn't know how to function or operate with them, you know, with the parents not being together, even though I was an adult with my own family. Hmm. So, um, I used a lot of that, those tools for myself and then I got good at it because of it. And then, um, my sister asked me one day it, if I would try to do a reading for someone one of her, her, I guess her new neighbor that I never met before in another state. And I laughed and I thought she was crazy that <laughs> something like, I can't do that for other people. But it turned out that she um, just you know, kind of forced me into it. I, I went and did it. I um, hung up the phone. I didn't ask her any questions about the person. And I just started writing. And then I called her back after about an hour of writing and read the messages to the woman. And um, everything was completely accurate. Mm. And it, it was so healing for her that it made me realize that it's something that I probably should be doing. It felt like, whoa, this is, this is something that if I'm able to help people like this with my abilities, then I should try to work with more people. Mm. So now it's nine years later and I've been doing it uh, ever since <laughs> as a business. Yeah. So tell us about how you, how you came into contact with him. Oh, okay. So Kim and I, we went to high school together. Um, we were, I was, we were two grades apart. I was older. I am older. <laughs> and um, <laughs> just point that out. <laughs> uh, but she uh, contacted me. We weren't really friends in high school. We knew who we were, each other was, but that was it. Um, years later, um, now it's been almost five years ago she contacted me she saw that i'm a medium on facebook and she asked me if i would do a reading for her so we did that and then uh we just felt a strong connection and we kept doing the readings she just wanted to do it often so we just got to know each other from that and um and then it turned into a whole other project <laughs> that we did not expect <laughs> that moment, uh, fruition of top purpose and truth no, the book. Oh, oh, what was first? The book was first. Oh, the book. Okay, so do you want to go into a little bit about the book? I mean, what you can say about who you have tuned into? Like you mentioned it at the beginning a little bit. Yeah, it's okay. I can. I think I can talk about it. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we have uh, with the right with the readings that Kim and I were doing. Kim lives about an hour and a half away from me, so we always did it over the phone. Yeah. So, um, probably two or three readings af uh, in after we started that first one, we heard from Prince, the late singer who I mentioned earlier. Um, normal for me, because I often hear from celebrities who passed away. Um, for Kim, was, this was like strange. Um, but we, and the two of us really, even though I've been doing it for so long, we still had a hard time believing it was really him. Uh, so what we would do is like, he would write things, write messages, and we would go online and, 
look it up and see if like certain things were accurate. Mm. Um, and then everything matched like real life things that really happened. We found things online that made sense and he would give us names and, um, details about his life. And we weren't able to find all the information, but most of it, which led us to just really trust that it was him. Mm. So he kind of, after after several times he just gave us so much wisdom we wanted to keep doing it and it was very helpful for both of us in our personal lives and um the messages that i get in any reading they're all healing messages uh so when i uh was working with him and we were working with him he gave us so much wisdom and and inspired us to uh like work on our own problems in our own lives um and he just opened up so much uh, new perspective and, and changed a lot for us. And then it just turned out that he asked us to do, to write everything down in a book. He wanted us to actually record everything and, and make it into a book. So now it's been, um, four plus years later and the book was done about two years ago and we never published it. Um, but we established different relationships with people he knew in his personal life. And, um, I met with a lot of them, did readings for a lot of them so that I could confirm that it was really him. People who knew him believed that it was him. Um, and so now we're working on maybe this year, hoping to get that book published. Finally, we have a lot of obstacles though. So we'll see. <laughs> is, is that a thing when it comes to, um, kind of mediums, people can sit on the fence they either fully believe it or they're open to it or they're closed off to it and think it's coincidence. I mean, on my own self-development journey and learning from you guys, I'm very open to it and you know how <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I'm, I'm totally yeah. into it. But I mean, there's, there's essentially a lot of people when I come out with all these synchronicities now and just go, oh, that's just coincidence. But you know, difference, what I've learned, do you come up a lot against that? And is that somehow related to the fact that it's taken a while for the book to be released because of prejudgment or what people might think about it? Yeah. So I think, um, because it's Prince, yeah. it's harder for sure. Um, and he's taken us, like I said, in the last four years through so many different life lessons mm -hmm. to make us get to a point where we don't, it's not that we don't care, but we're not attached to what people think anymore. Mm -hmm. That's one thing. And we had to get to that place so that when that feedback comes to us, cause it will, <laughs> um, then we it won't take it as personally or at all. We won't take it personally. So that's one thing that, um, that I think we've pretty much overcome, um, <sighs> preparing us for all the negative feedback, I guess. Um, but in my normal, in the readings, when I first started out doing readings, I doubted myself. Right. So that took it took a while for me to even get used to um myself doing it and me trusting myself um once i started to really trust it um i started to attract the right people so the people who trusted me <laughs> as well so oh, all along the, the way i did encounter a lot of people who had doubt with what i did um but i used to take on clients just because i wanted to it wasn't really about the money it was just like i wanted to i thought i could help everyone and but then i found out that not everybody is aligned with my 
way of thinking or the work that I do. So I now screen people before I meet with them because I want to make sure they're ready for what I do and they're really open. Um, and so I pretty much for the most part, I don't encounter the negative or the, the people who are doubt, doubtful or uh, skeptical hmm. anymore. So uh, I think that too, I don't put that, what I believe is the law of attraction. So what you put out is what you get in return. Yeah. So when, when I, uh, if I were to have self doubt, then I'm going to get people that are going to doubt me as well. Yeah. yeah. To sort of reflect back at me what I feel on the inside. So it's for me, it's up to me to learn that lesson and overcome it so that I stop attracting that energy. So yeah, so I had to do all that work. <laughs> um, and then again, with the book, back to that, we definitely had a lot of deep work to do in that way as well so that we would only attract those the, the people who are trusting of us so and did the book bring you closer together in terms of you and Kim and then you thought you could go in towards the podcast or how did Top Purpose and Truth come into play so um it's been actually May will be a year that since we started the podcast and when we were talking about uh the book a year ago and getting frustrated um, about, you know, not getting anywhere with it, always running into obstacles. We were not in a place where we trusted that, okay, these obstacles are signs to us that we're not ready, but we just kept trying to force it because it was more like, well, we, this is what we want. And this is what Prince is telling us to do. <laughs> um, but we finally let it go and decided, okay, this must not be the direction we're supposed to go in right now. So we decided, um, it just like the idea, uh, I guess, no, Kim was given the idea from a friend to do a podcast and she just brought it up to me very kind of lightly and, and in a conversation. Um, and I, I, it just clicked for both of us when the, that she just opened up and said that, and it just felt so right. And we thought that's how we're going to start, um, we're going to get this book published one day is we're going to main like establish a following with the podcast and we'll talk about it on the podcast and, and, um, get people to know that, you know, and trust us that way, then we'll be ready for the book. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So and now again, it's it, been a year. The process that, like I, I, I always promote your guys and for anybody who's listening, who hasn't heard about Total Purpose and Truth, simply where can they find it on Spotify, iTunes as well. Spotify, iTunes, and uh, iHeartRadio. It's pretty much on every platform. I don't even remember every one of them. But, <laughs> yeah, those are the main ones. It's, it's literally going from strength to strength. You've got some incredible guests on there. So who are, who are some of the people that you've had on there, other than me? <laughs> <laughs> we've had you on a few times. Um, okay, so we've had, like I said, Jeremy Jackson. And, um, okay. Now I'm like on the spot. Many episodes. We just, we, yeah. We just had Eric Neese and he's a, I don't know if you know from MTV in the eighties, uh, who's now a healer. Um, uh, we've had uh, Christina Moses, who's a, one of the actors on act on million little things. Uh, we're lined up to have another actor from that show pretty soon on oh. the uh, podcast. Did you say who? No, I said, wow. <laughs> oh, okay. Hey, I'm not gonna say yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we've had, um, 
a couple people from uh, my favorite soap opera, General Hospital. <laughs> that means a lot to me. Um, we've had Justin Guarini, who's another favorite of mine from the original, the, the OG of American Idol, yeah. top two. Um, my gosh, so many people. Um, we've had over 40 shows. So I'm kind of uh, new to your show. What? is the whole premise behind the show. What do you talk about? Okay. It's about raising consciousness and it's about um, changing the stigma around mental health, which is why we matched with your campaign. Um, we have a lot of people on who, well, everybody, it's either an expert that comes on as a guest or it's just Kim and I, and we don't have a guest or um, we have celebrities, but everyone who comes on we want them to talk about their experience and their own personal life, about their obstacles that they've gotten come through um, and what lessons they've learned. And it's just, you know, to help people to feel like they are normal, you know, everything they're going through, there's nothing wrong with them. And it's to normalize the mental health issues. Um, yeah. So it's mainly that. And we have a lot of tools on um, to help people to overcome things uh, that like depression and, uh, we're no doctors. I can't have to say that. We're not therapists. We're not licensed therapists, but we uh, we do help people to gain a lot of insight and wisdom uh, to better themselves. Yeah. <laughs> so if I was just listening to the podcast and didn't know you guys or know that, to just listen, it clearly shows there's a lot of people who have gone through adversity. Little do you know that they are some of the biggest names in America, but it just shows that we're connected by a story or we all, we all, I always say we all bleed red. We're all human at the end of the day and we all go through these emotions. It doesn't matter who we are. The only thing that seems to define us is ourself and our job titles. So we right. need to close that gap. So for anybody who hasn't checked out your podcast, that's what you will, you will notice straight away. It doesn't matter who they are. They all go through the same crap, as I say. As yes. Like, and, and I think that's the thing. Um, but going back towards the mental health and, uh, and about the campaign and you guys aligning with the campaign. So we've, we've spoken about it often there, there's a route obviously where people go down the general practitioner, clinical psychiatrist, psychologist, and then there's a holistic approach, which I've been attracting a lot more people through the wellness, the holistic side of things and therapists like yourself in spirituality. Um, what I wouldn't say what's your advice, but I would say what, what's your kind of take? We know that both routes can work out better, but what have you found when you've spoken to someone who's gone through adversity, who's either seen yourself or gone down the holistic approach to deal with their feelings? Um, I think the main thing that's important that a lot of therapists don't seem to do in their practice is to heal the inner child. Mm. So. Um, I think everything that we go through mentally, um, well, I mean, I know there's different, there's other cases where it, it does have to do with your DNA. And um, so I can't speak to that, but I know that many, many people that I've worked with um, have healed from doing inner child regression therapy, mm -hmm. um, which is also called breath work. So um, in my sessions, that's a lot of those things come up where they will bring up uh, childhood trauma. Um, and that's where people get stuck. They think, well, I'm already 50 years old. Why bother? I've been fine. But they actually are not that they're not fine, but they're not high functioning. 
Mm -hmm. um, and they're in a lot of pain and they just walk around in that pain daily. Um, and then some of them eventually can't take it anymore and then they will go to something to escape. So we try to, in my work, and uh, I try to help people heal from that, their past, their inner child, and then integrate with the inner child so that they feel whole and they feel more joy, more happiness. They know their, they have their voice finally, and they feel more like their authentic selves. Mm -hmm. So that's just a main go-to for me is inner child work. Inner child work. And that's what I've just yeah. recently done with Missy after you recommended. I spoke about yes. it in the last podcast. Incredible. When things came out about me when I was four and five years old. Yeah. And, yeah. And I couldn't even think about it, but, uh, yeah, let, let's take it to when I did my reading with you. I mean, I'd never done one okay. before. So tell us a little bit more about, I know you, you briefly explained it, but when you channel someone through, it comes out in automated writing. So yes. is, is that for anybody listening, does that come out in messages of writing in standard English? Would we be able to read it or is that just scribble? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's hard. It's most of the time it's illegible. Right. Um, and I'm either hearing the words in my head before it comes out. So it's easier for me. Um, yeah. Because basically what it looks like, there's no spaces between words, words at all. There's no punctuation. They don't cross their T's or dot their I's. It's just letter, one after another, letters. And um, I, because I've been doing it for so long, I pretty much know what they're writing. But if I try to go back, even myself, I have a hard time rereading it. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, I get the, I guess the gift is also in uh, mental. So I'm able to hear, like I said, hear things as they come out sometimes. So that's how I can understand what they're saying um but it's a whole other thing to interpret it because there's so many different ways to interpret a message yeah and they're not always very clear sometimes they're very cryptic with us so as you know yeah. <laughs> yeah. so yeah, so, yeah with, with, with your session it was um it was it, it really it depends on the person i'm working with you were very open yeah um, I did have to prep you in advance, which is something I do with everybody before I meet them for the first time. I, I want them to understand um, we can't control anything and they're going to hear whatever's in their highest good to hear. Um, and it's not always what they want. Uh, but yeah, you got everything you needed, I think, in that moment. And it, just a lot of things that came through to confirm for you that this is real because like, they were talking about things that went on in your daily life. like. Yeah you know, in the moment yeah. that I would never know. Yeah. Which for anyone listening, or if there's any, any people on the fence about this kind of thing, I'll, a couple of instances with me that, that made me really think was even just the Apple thing that came up. Can you remember? Yeah. The Apple? So yeah. Apple kept coming up and it was like, do you have any problems with your digestive system or is there anything to do with <laughs> apples? Do you not eat enough fruit? And I was like, no, thinking away about it. And only, I think it was that morning or the morning before, I'd gone in a supplement shop to buy some apple cider vinegar. <laughs> and you were like, that's it. You've got to get some apple cider vinegar. <laughs> yeah, and I it remember. It was like that. And the best one, I think it was, oh, the message where Prince actually came through to me and told me to look yeah. in the post. And we, yes. I don't even know if I told you, I told you what was in the post, but I didn't, I didn't think I told you that, we actually have a thing on our post 
post box that says no soliciting. So there's never no junk mail that goes in there. And oh. that I opened it, there was one piece of junk mail, which was a leaflet to do with mental health. And it was to yeah. do with opiate addiction and towards the younger generation. And that's exactly what you said Prince went through. And that's what he wants to. So that was kind of a, and now my wife's been open to it from what happened at the weekend when I told you out of everybody, I met this guy on mental health who was a photographer and film. And so I'm a full believer now. And I think, I think this campaign is going more towards the holistic kind of approach and not to say that the practitioners in terms of psychologists and psychiatrists don't have a place, but I think what you guys do is incredible. Thank uh, you. So I know you're very busy. So what I will ask, <laughs> you how do people find you through social medias and if they do want to book in a session with you i mean you do international skype calls with with your readings and everything yeah um i do skype or on the phone too phone readings are great i actually like them better than video because the connection seems to be better all the time on a phone call um and i tell people that they will get the same reading on the phone or on skype as they would if they were with me in person yeah so yes, I work globally because of that. I'm able to do that. So I've worked with people in many different countries as long as they speak English. <laughs> somebody does it, have you ever had somebody come through in a different language? <laughs> I can't um, Yeah, well. <laughs> I have people who, um, everyone I worked with speaks English. Actually, there was one person who came who only spoke Spanish and she brought someone with her because it was at my home and I was able to work with the person who could translate for me. But um, that was too hard. I don't think I would ever need, want to do that again, but um, <laughs> not to discriminate, but <laughs> I, I only have a certain capacity. Yeah. Uh, but but um, uh, the, if somebody comes to me for a reading and their family members do, did not speak English here, yeah. uh, what happens is a spiritual translator will come through and translate it into English in my writing so that it will come through in a way that I could understand. Oh, wow. So that's never been an issue. Mm. So yeah, that's really neat. <laughs> mm. um, so to answer the other question, how to find me, um, you can find the best way is on my website, which is my first and last name. So it's Eden, E-D-E-N, and the last name is Sustin. So it's S as in Sam, and then U-S-T-I-N. So E-D-E-N, S-U-S-T-I-N.com. So, yeah, that's uh, the best. Social, social media? Um, oh, true. I could. Uh, <laughs> well, um, anyway. I have Instagram is, um, I have a couple pages. I have a, a business page for just my business. And then I have one with my podcast page. So it's talkpurposetruth.com. Uh, not .com. Talkpurposetruth at talkpurposetruth on yep. Instagram. That's it. And then the, um, you know, if you go on any one of those, it's either Eden, Eden HS is my other one. Um, either one of those, it'll get you to the other page. Um, and I have all my links on there. You can get to my website from there. Um, and I'm also on Facebook, Eden Sustin. So you can find me all over the place. Yep. And you can find all the links below, guys. I will drop them below this and you can find them on the Imperfectly Perfect campaign. Um, well, I just want to thank you for your time, Eden. Um, thank you what time is it over there it's quite um i can't see let's see um oh my phone's not telling me i'm on zoom right now <laughs> well i just want to thank you and guys for anybody who's not subscribed to the podcast yet simply head to spotify or iHeartRadio and find the imperfectly perfect 
podcast and check it out. Thank you.